So I think I have finally figured out my problem. I like all flavors of pie. Pecan pie, lemon meringue pie, apple pie, strawberry rhubarb pie. In this week's Weekly Walk podcast, Eric and I are going to explore what it means to be in, to go into something with your whole heart. And I'm going to explain why it is that liking all flavors of pie might just be part of my problem. Join us, lace up your sneakers, and let's get going. Hey, Joyce. Hey, Eric. Have you been in our garage lately? Uh, no. (laughs) Good. I try to avoid our garage. Do you know why? Why? Because our garage is your domain. So can I tell you a story? Yeah. Before you and I got married, I owned a little house. Correct. I owned a house as a single 20-something-year-old person. Do you know one of my favorite things in my house? Uh, no. My toolbox. Ah. I had a toolbox. I bought it myself. I filled it with tools, and I was able to fix things. Not a ton of things, but like... I built a picture frame from scratch. Like, I was fairly handy, and I had this toolbox that I loved. Hmm. Do you know where I'm going with this? And now it's swallowed by the garage? It is swallowed by the garage. When we first moved into this house, you built us shelves in the garage and a workbench. I think that wasn't there. You built that, right? I think it was there, actually, but uh, the shelves I built. And I tried to organize things and organize the tools and, and let's just say you have a lot of strengths, but that's not one. So the garage has become a dumping ground for all the things. And I try to go in there as rarely as possible. Yes. So that is my uh, conundrum. I don't know. My thing. And I. What's your thing? The, the garage? My, no, my topic of conversation. Oh, okay. So I would like to go all in and to go in on organizing and cleaning the garage. This this spring, that's going to be my spring thing. So I've got a couple of thoughts on that. The first is the only way that works is if everything comes out. Everything comes out. It's going to be the only way. Yep. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. If everything is going to come out, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. I mean, I'm just looking, just was looking at my climbing gear and... Buckets of climbing gear. Yes. Like, I have one bucket that's actually sort of my original climbing gear that I think is is antique climbing gear at this point. Literally. Uh, And there's that. And then there's... A mix of probably usable, and then there's probably stuff that's just so old it's probably not safe anymore. This Some of this stuff, like ropes that your life depends on, actually has a lifespan, even if you haven't used it. Of course, because it sits and it gets, uh, yeah, of yeah. course. So I am in this spring for a massive garage cleaning. All right, I'm in. I'm in. You heard it here first, folks. We could do maybe some before and afters. So, 
brings us to our topic and our theme about being in, saying I'm in and committing to stuff. What, is, what does that mean to you? It is about committing. And it's about committing, for me, it's about committing without holding back. It's about not dipping a toe in. And sometimes dipping just a toe in is great. I was just interviewing someone for a walk and talk, and she was talking about this idea that when she was, so she was widowed pretty young, and she was out trying to make and form new relationships, not romantic relationships, to build a friend group and connections and all of that. And she would put herself herself in these uncomfortable kinds of situations, like joining the Rotary, which was a weird choice for her, joining a car club, weird choice for her, uh, taking a new yoga class where she didn't know anybody. And she would tell herself, if this doesn't feel good, if this isn't fun, if I don't like this, I never have to come back. So she dipped a toe and she was not all in. But so there's time that it's appropriate to not be in. It's totally fine to try things. But if you're going to actually make something happen, you got to be in. Dipping you, a toe in the garage, not going not gonna to move the needle. Uh, truthfully, we've tried that several times. Yep. Doesn't stick. Nope. Sometimes, oftentimes, to take on something meaningful, you got to commit. So... That's what I'm in means to me. It's about telling yourself, because it's not about telling other people. Perhaps telling other people helps hold you accountable. But I'm in is not about announcing to the world. It's about committing to yourself. Exactly. So why don't we commit to ourselves? Because it's hard. <laughs> that garage, cleaning that garage, that's going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to be dirty. This is such a good metaphor for I'm in. Thank you for the garage <laughs> metaphor. It's going to be a mess. It's going to take days. It's going to be physically hard. Did I mention it's going to be dirty? You know what else? Are we going to wear masks? Uh, maybe. It's also going to be mentally taxing, like to decide what to Marie Kondo and, and toss that no longer brings joy, what to keep. All that stuff. Uh, you forgot the mentally, the mentally task, uh, challenging or ta taxing, taxing. That's the word I was looking for. The mentally taxing part about the fact that it's going to be emotionally difficult because it's going to be a trip down memory lane. You know, I know what's going to happen. You're going to pull out that first bucket of climbing gear. And you're going to go right back to being a 17-year-old kid in the gunks <laughs> climbing with Tom. <laughs> And that's Moose coughing in the podcast booth. Don't mind him. Uh, and it's going to be story after story. And you're <laughs> going to be back in your memories. And it's going to be a half a day just on that box alone. Yeah. And then there's going to be the box with Mason's baby engineer overalls. Those oh. denim striped the engineer train overalls. engineer overalls that we just can't bear to part with. Okay. Before when I when you asked if I'm in for the garage and I said I'm in. No, you're, I, I'm out. you're not in. I'm out. Okay. So committing at that level is challenging mentally and emotionally. Yeah. And this goes for something like the garage. It goes for everything. Bigger tasks. Yeah. Anything that we want to take on school, career, relationships, life. And 
you know, there's that fear of, of failure. And if we don't try, if we don't try, we always have that fallback. Well, I didn't try. And we've, we've talked about this, but man, is that one, one thing that I've been spending 60 years trying to get over. Uh, I have another one. What's that? I have the much bigger problem. Which is? Here's the thing. And I can't even, I'm, I'm having trouble even saying it out loud because this is the crux of my problem. Okay. If I say I'm in for X, do you know what that means? No. I have to not be all in or not be in on Y. Or Z. Or Z even. It's hard, yeah. You often have your finger in fingers in many pies. I mean, it's just you. It's so... I like it that way. <laughs> right, and... I guess that's that's the thing is having your finger in a number of pies satisfying and getting you where you want. Yes. Okay. And no. <laughs> Two things can be true. I'm mostly into the to the key lime pie and somewhat into the apple pie and not so much into the pecan pie. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's my problem is that saying saying yes to one thing by definition means saying no to something else, and that is really very very challenging for me because even our our whole marriage and business and life and all that we have had our fingers in a fair number of pies doing doing different things it's funny though i haven't had any trouble committing to you <laughs> we said i'm in when we got married and we've stayed in i'm your favorite flavor of pie <laughs> <laughs> we've stayed in but that's something yes it uh, oh yeah it's... so it's not that i have an an inability to commit. It's just that I kind of want to do it all. There's a lot to be done. There's a lot to be done. So, okay, fear. Committing to one thing means you're not going to be able to commit to the 10 other things, which sound good too. How do you choose, Eric? How do you choose? How do, I'm, 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 it's not rhetorical, actually. Because this is the crux. Now it's the doctor is in for me. <laughs> this is the crux of my problem. I guess you've sort of let the things choose you to some extent. Ooh. Right? Like when when we got our first puppy, how did we how did we choose Kibo? Aw. He chose us. He did choose us, so we went to visit the puppies and they were just scampering all around, and I sat down on the floor, and this little puppy with white socks, white paws, and a white chest walked over and crawled in my lap. He chose us. So do I just, can I just sit back and wait for the right things to choose me? No. Well, <laughs> yeah, you have to put yourself in that situation to... I have to sit down on the floor. And let the puppy crawl on your lap. So I've got to go to the puppies. Yes. I've got to sit down. I've got to be open to the puppies. And then I have to see which puppy crawls in my lap. Yes. That's a very deep metaphor. It puppies is. are the, the pies. <laughs> <laughs> Puppy pie. Who are we? Cruella de Vil? <laughs> wow. That went way off on a <laughs> Way. All right. I'm in requires a level of commitment that sometimes is hard because of our fear of failure, our inability to choose one thing over another, the whirlwind of life. 
how about the whirlwind of life? Yeah, even today, like I, there are certain things at, at work that I'm in and I committed and focused. And what happened this morning? So I got up this morning and I always get up first. And I went to the kitchen to make myself a cup of coffee. And as I was standing by the sink waiting for the coffee to brew, I noticed I had stepped in a puddle. And I thought, well, that's curious. And I, I hadn't had the coffee yet. So the brain was firing sort of slowly. And then the brain said, that can't be good. And I opened up the cabinet beneath the sink and yes, it was filled with water. Yep. So when I got down, I took a look and the trap, that little elbow U-shaped thing at the bottom of your sink drain was completely rusted through. <laughs> now, just to be clear, I would have made an effort to figure out what was going on and perhaps even try to repair it, if not for the fact that the tools required to do that <laughs> are lost in the basement. Yes, so I actually, I went to the hardware store, I bought a new trap, I took, I took the old one off, went to the hardware store, got the exact new one, even got a better wrench to put it in, and for the life of me, I cannot get the darn thing to stop linking, leaking. So plumber's on his way tomorrow. <laughs> so the whirlwind of life. We all have so many obligations. And at this stage of life for many people, we're in what is affectionately known as the sandwich generation. We have kids and we have aging parents who need our attention. I heard you on the phone just yesterday with someone talking in regards to that about parents and you were saying, Oh my God, we're going through the exact same thing. And that seems to be going on with a lot of our peers these days. A lot of our peers. And it is really interesting how many conversations are similar. Uh, the system is not good. We do not, as a culture, we do not have the systems in place to support families through this stage. But that is definitely a conversation for another, another day. Yeah. But the moral of the story is sometimes... It's the whirlwind. It's hard to fight the whirlwind. But if you're going to be in, if you choose to be in, you do have to rail against the whirlwind. Rage against the machine? That's something different. Rail against the whirlwind. Against Raging that. against the machine is definitely something a little different. Gotcha. Well, the sentiment's not entirely off. Right. Okay, so what, what do we do? Uh... What is it you often say? Uh, scream and run in circles? Oh, when in trouble, when in doubt, run in circles, scream and shout. Say it one more <laughs> time, just so everybody is clear on how we're going to approach this. When in trouble, when in doubt, run in circles, scream and shout. That's the plan. <laughs> Have a nice day, everyone. No, just kidding. Just kidding. So, Wait, the, yeah. If you turn on your app while you were running in circles, screaming and shouting, would that count as an intentional walk? <laughs> <laughs> That is a very good question, and I would have to say no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just in case anyone is thinking about multitasking. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Gotcha. 
So what are we going to do? I think the first thing we need to do, and it's always interesting when you tend to start with the things that you need to do, but I think first is choose carefully. So going back to the pie analogy, right? Choose your favorite flavors of pie. Oh, but honestly, honestly, this is so not working for me. (laughs) Okay, my brain literally just went to trying to go forward with that, that metaphor, that analogy, and talking about, I like this pie better than that pie, and I can choose, but it's, it's literally not true. I love pretty much all pie. (laughs) Even, even pecan pie? Oh, pecan pie is delicious. You can't eat, I can't eat a big piece of it. Pecan pie is delicious. Warm pecan pie with vanilla ice cream. Don't like it. Strawberry rhubarb. Yeah. Apple. Yeah, apple. Cherry. Blueberry. Yeah, not a huge cherry. Lemon meringue. Lemon, yeah. I okay. mean, I could keep going. Key lime. I love all pies. This yes. is my problem. <laughs> it's your problem. Maybe we need a different analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your pies as thoughtfully and carefully as you can. But here's part of it, too. Here's part of uh, what helps, at least for me, is remembering that you don't have to choose one pie for life. Mm. So theoretically, I could choose, I could choose strawberry rhubarb pie for March, and I could choose, I would definitely want to put apple pie in September because it's apple season. And probably strawberry rhubarb should move to June because that's strawberry season, at least around here. So. And it's a little late for pecan pie. Pecan pie feels like a winter thing. Anyway, the point is, and Maddie just said to me yesterday, let's make a key lime pie. So maybe March it's key lime pie. Okay. Anyway, my point is that we don't have to commit to one flavor of pie for our whole life. So when you say I'm in, it doesn't have to be forever. I mean, even our marriage, we have a 50-year contract because forever seemed a little (laughs) overwhelming. 50 years plus options for renewal. So we're, and we're halfway. We're like out and back (laughs) on the marriage. We're halfway. Well, thanks for that. So in case I wasn't in a existential crisis before, now what you're telling me is that I'm not going to have enough time in my life to eat all the pies. You can eat all the pies. Yeah, and but I also think that that's something really good is all in doesn't mean, or I'm in, whatever you're committed to, I'm in, doesn't mean forever. Like there's sort of an analogy or expression, you know, you're climbing the ladder, climbing the ladder, and then you realize that the ladder you're climbing is up against the wrong wall. <laughs> So, well, that's a terrible analogy because that means you're saying I'm in and it's the wrong thing. Well, sometimes that happens. Or it's not what you expected or you're looking for a new thing. So now I'm on the wrong ladder. See, this is my problem. I always think I'm on the wrong ladder. You are not helping me today at all. But you can move the ladder. But that's the problem. I'm constantly moving the ladder. Ah, well, maybe that is the problem. You are not helping me. I'm oh, I'm helping you so deeply <laughs> that that's why it seems like I'm not helping you. The point is committing to most things. Some things are committed for life, but most things, when you say I'm in, it's not forever. But if you don't go at it with your whole heart, 
you're never going to find out how much, how magical, how fully, how satisfying all the things. You're just never going to figure it out because until you go all in, you'll never know how far you can get. And that's, that goes back to the fear. That's, that is scary. It's scary. It's a hairy bear scary. Which is? That you're never going to know until you go all in. Going all in is scary, but it's also worth it. You know what's interesting? No. The theme for this month is not all in. Right, it's I'm in. Right, and I think we have to we have to dial it back a little bit because we're not actually saying you need to go all in. I think there is some room. There's some flexibility. You can be in to many things. But I'm in has to be, there's also an element, what am I trying to say here? There ha, there's also an element of saying yes when you really mean no. Part of I'm in is not doing that. Mm. Just stop doing that. Stop saying yes when what you mean is no. What's the, what's the expression? No is a complete sentence. No, say no, no excuses, just uh, it, you're in or you're out. I'm in, I'm out. I, and I, I've actually come to not necessarily appreciate the no is a complete sentence because sometimes it's not a complete sentence. If somebody asks you to do something, I don't think it's necessarily, I don't know that you need to make excuses, but it's also, it's almost too flippant to say nope. I mean, many things require a little bit more nuance and a little bit more thought. True. But choose carefully. And if you choose to say yes, be in. Be in. All right. So what are what are some things that you are in on these days besides pie? <laughs> I am in on pie. Uh, I am in on my book. I am in on building and supporting and connecting the Jetty Crew and the 99 Walks Pack. Because as we head into this year, it's, gosh, it's so nice to see people really connecting again. And we're so hungry as a culture for connection, genuine connection. And listen, we were lonely before the pandemic. We're lonelier now. So I am in on doing my small part to help bring people together. Uh, I'm in on seeing our beautiful daughter through her last year of high school and launching her out into the world with all of the skills and the love and all the things. I am in on supporting my parents and your family, your mom, your brother. I'm in on taking care of and supporting our family. That is awesome stuff to be in on. Should I keep going? Because my list is really long, and that's the problem. <laughs> well, uh, the easy one, uh, and we're sort of doing this together, we're in on trying new and different vegetables in our diet. We are? Yes. You went to the grocery store the other day. You didn't buy a single new or different vegetable. But I did when I went to Costco. <laughs> you did? What'd you yes. buy? Those little cucumbers. I had little cucumbers on the list. I don't know that little cucumbers count as but a those whole were, new... Th those were different yeah. cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> different little cucumbers. 
fair. But no, it's uh, we've been reading a lot, as we always do, about health and nutrition and all the things. And one of the big takeaways for us, uh, it, we eat really well, very healthy and uh, pretty well, generally. I mean, nobody's perfect. We know how I like my chocolate. but And pie. And pie. Gosh, <laughs> I love pie. Uh, new vegetables, more variety. We've added celery root. So celery root is really high in vitamin K in case anybody is looking to get a little bit more vitamin K in your diet. And I actually like celery root, and especially then, if you roast it. Then we also added these Asian sweet potatoes. Oh, yeah. Those are ridiculous. Asian yams or Japanese sweet potatoes. I've seen them called both things. Yes, yeah, those are crazy good. They're like sweet potatoes, meat chestnuts. They're amazing. Interesting. I never thought of them as like having that chestnut vibe, but I guess they kind of do. Yeah. Okay. So, and of course, we're in on our walking. We are in on our, we're and, always in on our walking. And I'll tell you, I've been doing more walking. So my walking sort of ebbs and flows a little bit, but I've been doing more since I've been wearing the jetty pack. I've been doing more walking, more hill walking. So Why is that? Do you just feel like it, I hate to say it like this, but like it counts more as a workout for you? Yes and no. Not that it counts, but it does just sort of deliver a little bit more of of what I need. Just, I don't know why. It just feels feels a little different. I in, enjoy it a little bit more. I mean, I'll take it me. because I love that that little hill walk, that little two-mile hill walk we've been doing together. Yeah, so that's uh, that's great. Want to go after the podcast? In on that. Sure. And what else? One of the things that we've been talking about for I'm in, and this is this got me thinking versus all in, is we can sort of go in on something almost with a testing mentality or like, you know, writing one chapter of your book. Or what if I said I want to clean out one section of the garage? Can I be in on that? Or do I need to go deeper? You can be in on anything you want to be in on, but you've already committed to doing the entire garage. So no, at this point, you can't backpedal. <laughs> okay. So no. Uh, but this idea, this goes to what we were talking about before, which is you're not choosing the one flavor of pie for your life. You can choose a flavor of pie for the month. Or you can do what Debbie did, which is try things. And that's the interview I was just talking about. So Debbie was trying different communities, trying different clubs. But here's the thing. If you're going to walk into a yoga class, a new yoga class, and you're not sure that the instructor is going to be right, you're not sure that the other the other people in the class are going to be nice or they're going to be mean or it's going to be clicky or it's going to be whatever it is. You have to go into that class with the mind of I'm in. Otherwise, you're not giving it a fair trial. So I'm in doesn't mean committing for life. It means bringing your whole self to that experience. I like that. You do? Yeah, I think that's that's great because... In, in that context, like you can go to the yoga class, you can spend the 10 minutes when everybody's showing up, you can send, spend it scrolling on your phone, you could be doing downward dog thinking about whatever you have to do next. 
and you're not in. Exactly. Or you could go into that class even if you're going to decide you don't like yoga or that yoga class or teacher or group. But if you go and you introduce yourself to three people, if you are fully engaged on what the teacher is saying and you're down you're down with your down dog then yeah you're in that's it it's not exactly wherever you are be there fully whatever you are going to try try it as fully as you can bring your full spirit to it don't half-ass it because then you may as well not do it. So it's not about necessarily doing a piece of the garage. That's not how I see this. I see it as much more of a, almost how you do the garage. You wanna just do your climbing gear, do your climbing gear, but do that all with a spirit of commitment, of depth, of being there, being present. Got it. That, that Does that help? Yeah, that actually does clarify a little bit for me and sort of sum things up a little bit as to sort of the difference for me between being sort of all in and saying I'm in. Yes, exactly. So listen, it's been a long time since I've asked for a favor, but today I'm asking for a favor. If you have a moment and you can hop on to iTunes or Spotify and give this podcast a rating, well, that is, of course, if you like it, it would mean the world to us and it helps people find our podcast, learn more about us. It enables us to connect with more people and grow this beautiful community. I'd be really grateful. Thank you so much.